Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. The conversation started with us this morning because you checked in with me this morning because we were going to hang out this weekend and I think everything just changed in everyone's lives and yep. that's okay. Yes. But we, you know, you checked in on me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to call back. You texted. And I was like, I'm going to call Tracy because I, this is not a time for texting. I want to chit chat with my girls and see what's going on. Because as I said, I'm like, what are you doing right now? Are you selling? Are you giving away things for free? Like, what are we supposed to do right now? Ah, yes. And really it turned into this like wonderful conversation where we were sharing and discussing it all. And then I went, wait a second, we need to just go have this conversation online because so many of us are struggling and grappling with the same things, which is always the way it is because we're humans and we're wired the same. And there are only so many themes, right? Yep. So I'm so glad that we were able to do this. And you know, it's so interesting. Like you're three miles from me, right? Yeah. And I can't be with you, but I can be with you. We can be because, together. Right. Well, and maybe we should just take one hot second to introduce ourselves because I know we're cross-pollinating. So yes, we are. Yes, why we don't are. you introduce yourself to the ladies that are on my, and gentlemen that are on my page. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Hello, everybody. So I'm Tracy Litt. I am a spiritual advisor, a mindset teacher for women leaders, entrepreneurs, change makers, visionaries. And I'm also the writer of the book, Worthy Human, which is also amazing for right now. <laughs> uh, it, it is. It is. I am a TEDx speaker and I'm really here to help people live a life in the crossroads of enlightenment and empowerment. And that's the kind of stuff that we're going to talk about tonight from my vantage point. And I met this gorgeous lady when I said yes to myself and went to a personal growth event a couple of years ago. And we were like, oh, I think I need to know you. And now we are not only friends, but we are colleagues and we support each other from a business perspective. And I am deeply like, I'm going to say this just right now for everyone in front of everyone. I love you. And I love that we get to have this relationship that's so multifaceted because it's so important when you're a business owner to have really solid, amazing, successful business owner friends. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. And honestly, I think right now is the time to reach out to your business owner friends Mm -hmm. and say hi and say, how, what's up? How can we brainstorm some ideas? What do we need to be doing right now to help each other? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't reach out and help each other, this is when we start to spiral. And I think that's a big piece of this. So I'm, I'll introduce myself. I'm Emily Benson. I'm a business and mindset coach for boutique owners. I'm also a spiritual teacher, a meditation teacher, and try to infuse that with all of my business teachings because it's important to realize that even as business owners, we're still having a spiritual experience and we are probably going to get challenged even more than the average Joe when it, we come up against really weird 
I'm just going to call them weird times because it's just weird. It's not bad. It's not good. It's like, it's just weird. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. I, and I, and I love that. And I think it's actually an amazing segue to the truth that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Yep. Okay. And you yep. guys just, this is alive for a reason. So go ahead and start typing your yeah, questions. Yeah. Start now. asking some questions. Like whatever yeah. you want to need, whatever you want to know, reactions to our conversation. But yep. really, like, and when you think about it in the context of that, right, isn't it interesting that when we're in an adversarial situation, we seem to let our fear response lead and our human side lead when really what we need is to lean on our spiritual side, our enlightenment, the higher level knowings. Well, it's, it's so much easier to panic though. It's so much easier. Like it's like the, it's the easiest thing to do is to go into fight or flight because our nervous system cannot handle all this going on outside of us. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so we immediately are like, Oh, we got to run to the store. We got to do this. We got to do that. And really that's the response from our inner child. It's the response from our, Oh my God, I'm unsafe. Mm -hmm. And when I feel unsafe, I'm going to do these really weird things. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm going to call them weird because they're just weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's you. We start to live from survival, right? And when we're in survival, because that's what's happening from a mindset standpoint, we are, allowing our primitive brain and our emotions to lead in a situation where we really need our judgment and our reason to lead. Right. Yeah, and that, and yeah. that's really important. A hundred percent. And I think also there's room for heart space here. There's room to reach out and say like, we're all kind of going through this together and be actually like super compassionate and live from a space of, I honor your fa- I honor your panic. Like mm-hmm. you go do it, girl. Go buy all the toilet paper. I honor you. I see you. I feel you. Yes. And I get to choose how I feel. So mm-hmm. I'm actually maybe gonna deal with it. Maybe I'll go buy the toilet paper because guilty. Mm-hmm. But I'm also gonna come back and try to come back into my body mm-hmm. so that I can realize that I have choice over this. Oh, and I yes. get to, like and, yes. and what we were talking about this morning about like the long game. This is what you've yes. been talking about. And I think it's yeah. such, let's talk about that because I yes. think right now, especially in business, yeah. we have yeah. to play the long okay. game. Yes. Truth is yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. No, no. And I think that, oh, so that was, so in our dialogue this morning, which was the birthplace of this live, we were talking about our inner child, right? And how it was like, she was just grappling. And then what we started talking about was this concept that came to me uh, this last night or this morning as I've been just trying to really show up, right? Cause, cause when I was checking in, in the work that I do, I was asking like, how can I help? Right. Really to my higher power, like, what can I do? How can I show up? How can I serve? So I've been making myself available and doing lives and all these things. And then when I realized, especially for those of us that do have businesses, right, we have to have the mindset of the long game. Okay. Yep. Which means we stay looking at this long game, this legacy thing that we're working towards and creating. Because when you're in a long game mindset, you are less myopic in your focus. Myopic is, oh my God, we're dealing with coronavirus. Holy shit. Look at it. Let me coddle it. Let me hold it. Let me spin out in it. Let me sleep with it. Let me think about it some more. Let me call 15 friends. Let me turn the news <laughs> on again. Are they sure? Let me check with CNN. Let me check with Fox. Let me see what CNBC is saying. And then here we go in the spin, right? Yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. stop 
and breathe and connect to yourself and go, wait a second. And this is also where your enlightenment, your spirituality comes. And you guys, there's divine order at play here. Okay. This is happening for all of us. And there, there are gifts in it. And the truth that everything's happening for our highest good is something that you must. And when I say must, if you want to have a semblance of sanity, if you want to be centered, if you want to be able to access your innovation and your creativity within your business at a time where there's a lot of opportunity here for your own creations and new decisions, we have to start accessing things from a higher self perspective, which means it all happens for our highest good. And here's the kicker. This is where people resist. Well, how the fuck could this be happening for my highest good? How in the world is there like, are you no way? They're you're lying, your head's in the sky. <laughs> right, right, after, right, right. Spiritual bypassing, whatever you want to call it. Yes, but but that that's that's not the case. It's easy to walk around and say things are happening for your highest good where it's unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. It's oh when, yeah. It's it's when life is adversarial, it's when shit goes down that your oh. growth happens that you're able to show up and go, wait a second, highest good doesn't mean things are happening that I want to have happen. <laughs> highest good means no, it no. might hurt like holy hell right now and make no sense, but it's going to bring something forth. And not only for us individually as women, as men, as business owners, but as a nation, as we reconsider and reassess how we operate, how we move through our lives on a daily basis, this is yep. a massive gift. Massive. And I was even talking about like, you know, so much of the stuff that we've just come to accept as humans, as American, you know, we have people internationally joining us for sure, mm -hmm. but how we learn to accept what society has sort of given us in terms of even what the school year looks like, like who decided it was September to June or August to May, whatever it is right. in your area, right? Like in other countries, they go, you know, January to October. Like, why don't we do that? Like, it, it's just, it's a really interesting how everything that has been like institutionalized and set up is sort of breaking apart in this really interesting way so that we can all question it and we mm -hmm. can all try to see what else there is and what opportunity is there for us. Like, Bingo. Really, in this moment, I mean, I was telling you earlier, I wrote this whole list the other day because I was like, this doesn't have to be bad. Like, oh my gosh, hairstylist, go on and teach how to use the curling iron. You know, like restaurant owners, teach how to cook your best-selling item. Do a Facebook live stream about it. Like, you know, nutritionist, how do you cook frozen healthy food? You know, because it's yeah. canned food. How do you make it healthy and interesting for your kids? Like right. there's so much opportunity right now to be of service in your own lane. You don't need to come up with anything extravagant, you know, boutique owners get out there and like teach how to style things, mm -hmm. show people how to clean out their closet and organize it better. And what yep. to get rid of, like, where is there opportunity for you to step up? And I yeah. will say there's a lot of comments about the, like the panic, the panic I'm paralyzed, you know, well, and I want to honor that because I, I was there. <laughs> well, but yes. Well, but that's the thing about it too. Let's you, well, you said something earlier and we have a couple questions that we we'll want to make sure we go back yeah. to. Yep. Number one, we are not to judge how other people are handling this, showing yep. up through it yep. that nobody, nobody gets to. Okay. And for us to be able to 
hold on. My, I just had a total brain fart. What did you just say to me before that? See, this was just uh, the, the we're seriously. Where's the opportunity? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And oh, the panic. It is totally normal and natural, right? For us to all experience some level of anxiety on the spectrum of anxiety, right? Because what we've been presented with is something new. And I just want to touch on this because it's important. New to your mind and body means unknown, which means threat, which means lock her down and make sure she doesn't die. And that's what drives the thoughts of fear and worry and anxiety, right? Worry is like your outward expression of your inner anxiety. And it's all connected to that. But it doesn't have to be that way if you're not enjoying yourself, <laughs> right? Like if you want it, go to town. Dive, dive, dive. Oh, panic all you want. Like, yeah. But, but, that. Right. But ultimately realize that if you're choosing that route, you are harming yourself, right? Because of what it does to your immune system. It's yeah. not putting you in a place to be a creative business owner. It's not putting you in a place to do what Emily was just talking about, which was see the opportunity. You guys, your mind cannot see opportunity in distress. Yeah. It's not how it works. Your mind shuts down. It is only allowed to see how am I going to solve this fucking problem because she needs to not die. Yeah. Right. And if you want to well, access innovation, you have to make the shift. And look at like, I'm obsessed with Paige here saying she feels like as a kid, she feels like she did as a kid, having no control over the situation, living at her mother-in-law's she's in survival mode, but she's here because she wants to get out of this. Mm -hmm. So let's give some tips on how do we get out of this pure panic? Cause that's come up. The news mm. today put me over the top and I'm in panic says Brenda. I had to just breathe to get myself calm. So okay. let's, let's first and foremost, can we give like a two minute pep talk on like how, when you feel that panic, because I, you know, we were talking about this. We go in and out of it. It's like, mm -hmm, you're, you're mm -hmm. good. I'm so good. I'm wonder woman. And the next minute you're like, <gasps> this yes. might last till August, you know? Right. Well, well, that's actually, that's that, okay. Well, that's the interesting thing. A lot of people, like, I don't know when this is going to end. Right. So the first thing is just recognize where you are, recognize that you're in panic, recognize that you're spinning down the rabbit hole of hell, right? Recognize that you are not feeling how you want to be feeling. And then you have to make the choice to breathe and interrupt yourself. You guys, you cannot do anything else to help yourself if you are spinning out in a sympathetic nervous system state, which is your fight, flight, or freeze. Okay. That is this, this feeling, right? Yeah. That's what it looks like. So yeah. do your breathing. And I know, you know, pay, like do the breathing. A lot of you that are coming in from my end of the world, and even some of you, because I've been so fortunate enough to grace Emily's community, you know, breathe. And not like, <laughs> okay, because that's panic attack breathing. I'm talking about hand on your heart, feel yourself, hold yourself, guys. Do it right now. Left hand on your belly, put your elbows in so you're kind of hugging yourself, right? Now drop your shoulders and relax your brow on your face and let your tongue drop in your mouth and take a nice, slow, deep breath in your belly. And then hold it there and then let it out slowly. Hmm. Let's do it one more time. In through your nose and slowly let it out. Hmm. Okay. How good does that feel? Right now, stay right there and keep your eyes closed. You're going to be my guinea pig right now. Continue as you're breathing and do a quick five senses check-in. 
bring your attention to what you can hear. Maybe it's the sound of the computer or a kid screaming in the next room, just observe. Then drop your attention and focus into the taste in your mouth. Maybe it's the dinner that you had or the dessert that you had. And now be aware of what you can feel, the seat underneath you, your hands touching your body. Bring your attention and awareness to the darkness behind your eyes as you keep your eyes closed. Now bring your attention in through your nose to the smells. Maybe it's a candle. And now come back into the room. I know you don't want to come back in, but come back to me. <laughs> I just feel really good. Of course you do. Okay. I do a lot of meditating today, so I'm like over the edge. Of right, right. But really like now all of a sudden what you've done is you've actually experienced presence. Not like post a meme, be here now presence, like actual presence. Like, oh, I'm in my body. I feel my body. Correct. I'm in my body. I'm safe. Yeah. Because you guys, that's the thing. We have to start to remind our minds and body and our nervous system that we actually are safe. It's our survival mind that wants to keep us in a perpetual state of preparedness and this like poise to pounce, right? but we don't need to because there's uncertainty, but guess what? Your whole life is uncertain. Don't kid yourself. Okay. This don't is, kid yourself. <laughs> don't kid yourself. This is just a slight amplification um, of it. <laughs> can, we, can we answer some of these questions? Yeah, go, let's I go. Feel like, I feel like some of these are really relevant and things that we were talking about, you know, what is the balance between, and a bunch of you guys are kind of like, asking the same ish question is like, a lot of people are doing sales. I don't really want to do that. I, should I even be selling, you know, things were so good last week. Now they've like, now they've gone down. Like how much can we really bother customers? And mm. honestly, my perspective on this since last week has been be the light for your people. Just because listen, Amazon is hiring a hundred thousand workers to help deliver more stuff and get shipments out. People have not stopped spending money and <laughs> what they choose to spend their money on is none of your business. So if you stop offering, if Amazon shuts down, just like you're shutting down, you're not giving people the opportunity to get joy because Lord knows I love clothes. I love jewelry. I love makeup. Like that to me in times of distress, that's joyful for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like you can't get to the point where you feel salesy. Like you can't, you don't want to come from a state of desperation. That's never good. Right. But I do think you can come from a state of like, Hey, I know life's kind of weird right now. I just got a new shipment in. Let's open the box. Like mm -hmm. let's style some clothes. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of you guys are, are kind of on that. And I think, I think the last thing we need in our inbox is another thing. That's like my response to COVID-19. It's like <laughs> my response to COVID-19 is I am going to be here to be a source of joy for you, a oh. place of love and light. And you know what, if you're yeah. really struggling, like reach out too, cause I'm here and I can give you resource, like yes. resource. don't try to therapize anyone, but have your list of resources, email Tracy or I, if you need some <laughs> kind of guidance on where to send people. But you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to sell your stuff. You well, people want to support small business. I think right now. I agree with that completely. And I also think, you know, it's, we get weird, right? I mean, 
for the most part, everybody feels weird about sales still anyway, which we're all working towards, towards shifting that and helping you guys with, because it's really yeah. just service. If you know, and I think this is really the tell all for anything. So what I'm going to say is, is pertinent to selling during a time like this, but it's really in any time in life. It's all about the honesty behind the honesty. What's your motivation? Okay. If you're the fucking sleaze bucket who's hoarding sanitizer and then trying to sell it for triple, you're an asshole and it is unacceptable. Let yes. me not mince words. Yes. Okay. Yes. However, yes. when yes. you know that you've always had this business and last week you were, I'm going to give you two examples, both boutique and coaching, right? Yeah. And you were selling this, these incredible tops and corresponding things or whatever. You're not going to just halt that right? Because stuff's weird. You're going to continue to play the long game. You're going to continue to show up and you're going to continue to talk about it while having the sensitivity of this uncertainty around us, right? And to M's point, connecting with your tribe more, maybe making it even a little bit more personal, maybe showing up in between those moments where you were selling your awesome stuff. And even from a coaching perspective, if you were in the middle of a launch or you were enrolling in a program, don't stop. Why would you stop? It's making something weird that's not weird, right? Yeah. So yeah. just check yourself. If it, Now, if you're trying to throw together something quick to make money off of what's happening, you're the sleazy san hand sanitizer guy. That's a whole different ball of wax, but that's not you guys because you wouldn't be here. I really well, firmly and, believe that. And my position on the sleazy hand sanitizer person is uh -huh. why has no one that knows Shopify called that guy and said, I'll take 50% of your sales and we're going to sell it at regular price and I'll set up your Shopify for you. Let's right. get people integrity. Like right. I legitimately need hand sanitizer. Like right. we're out, you know, and like I would totally buy it from that guy. But mm -hmm. like, you know, he played victim. I don't want to buy from a victim. I don't want to buy from someone who's like, woe is me, my rent's not getting delayed. You know, that's mm -hmm. where we're coming from that place of scarcity of there's no one out there, no one's paying, no one's again, you don't have the right to, and I remember someone saying this to me a long time ago in coaching. Like you don't have the right to assume someone's financial situation or assume their purchasing power. Yes. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Yes. And so if you're genuinely offering up something that you know is going to help people, whether it's free or $5 or $500, offer it. Right. Robin, offer I love it. The way that I, the way that I learned that I call it, don't climb into other people's wallets. Like you don't know, right? Just, you don't have no idea what I'm ready to spend my money on. I'll tell you, I bought an amazing pair of mushy pajamas on Bloomingdale's earlier this morning. Cause I was like, I want something new and extra comfy to hang out in for the next two weeks. So Em was curling I've been my hair curling for my future events that someday we'll start having again, but I want to have nice hair. And I bought this beach waver because it's a female owned company and I love their shampoo. And so I was like, I'm going to buy the cool curling iron that like is, moves on its own. And I got on this live stream before I was doing my hair. <laughs> for the record, yeah, Tracy. for the record, because you know, we come into the zoom room before we come to you guys. I come on and she's like, I'm like, Hey, how you doing? She did her whole head. Thanks beach waver in like three and a half minutes. Hello beach waver worth the investment for my flat hair. I didn't even, I did it also on the zoom camera. I didn't even like have a mirror. So <laughs> beach waver. that's what I'm saying is people are still buying things that yeah. 
they feel like are going to get them through this time too. Right. Right. And that's like, that's part of our duty just as I love, um, Anne Marie, who's amazing, by the way, she said, I'm a share person. Ah. And I love that. Like I'm I'm not a salesperson. I'm a share person. And so I think that's part of it too, is it's okay to ask your people, Hey, share me out this week. You know, Mm -hmm. what can you do for a local business? Sure. Buy gift cards, like a post, post something like post a review, or I've even told people, ask your customers for pictures of them in their clothes, ask for results from, from coaching Mm -hmm. clients. You know, Mm -hmm. this is the time to sort of step back and do some of that work that maybe you haven't been doing Mm -hmm. in the back end of your business. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually think let's, let's stay right there. I think that's, this is a valuable pivot, right? What are you doing with this time? Right. So here we are, either you have self-quarantined already, right? Or maybe you're waiting for a little bit more of an aggressive confirmation from the nation. Either way, I don't have an opinion about what you're doing. Um, However, we all know that there's like a hunker down going on or is about to go down, depending on what And what you choose to do with this time, that was the other thing we talked about this morning, is everything. I mean, with the opportunity here, you guys, to do everything from declutter your closets, to finish your business taxes, to finish watching all the programs you've bought and never actually did anything with. <laughs> I, I finish, finish writing your book, finish editing your second edition of your first. I mean, like how right. long is your to-do list that you never get to and complain about it all the time? Like, exactly. Get exactly. to it. Do your taxes. Melissa, our assistant, is doing her taxes this week. She's like, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It. Exactly. Exactly. So really, what are you going to use this time for, right? And still move your body. Okay. The amount of beautiful online options for yoga and fitness are endless insane you can step outside your front door and have some air you can do it in your living room you know it's so interesting to watch the human behavior like i this was you know there's a lot of fun graphics and memes going around right now so many. And, and please just please for the love of everything have a fucking sense of humor okay like <laughs> okay if you can't laugh at those graphics you need to coach with me tomorrow so some of these graphics said like you know it was our grandpa- our grandparents were being called to world war. You're being called to sit on the couch. You've got this. Yeah. <laughs> like really, but really, this is like, we all are like, we all are like everything's so busy all the time. I never get to see my cat. I never got to work, watch love is blind. Like, guess what? Like yes, yes. Get on the Lauren and Cam- Cameron train, like, hello. You know, like that's the thing is Right now, you can choose to spend your time in the panic, or you can also, you can choose to panic and, and you can choose to panic or, (laughs) or it's it's an and or, or, because let's, you know, let's be real. There's still those moments of like, I should, I go to target at nine 59. Cause I really need some things, you know, like right before it closes. But this is our moment where we get to really make the choice around how we spend our time Mm -hmm. and allowing ourselves to slow down, allowing ourselves to get in touch with who we are. And I think, you know, one thing I want to touch touch about too, because I'm not a parent. So a lot of this actually hasn't, we were talking about this. Like, I was like, my life, Greg and I were sitting here yesterday saying, do we think we're doing the right things? Because this is kind of like 
our normal life. Like we really don't go, I mean, we go to restaurants and things like that, but really like we don't spend a lot of time out in the world. And I think you're probably facing that way more than I am, especially with girls that are getting licenses and having jobs and like, what have you been doing to navigate that? Cause I, I know parents are like freaking out, especially with, they have older kids or basketball tournament thing, you know, like it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. And there's no sugarcoating it right? It sucks for them. It does. And, you know, it's like allowing them to feel the feeling. I have one that's supposed to get her license next Wednesday. Highly doubt the DMV is going to be available. You know, a sweet 16 that was scheduled, another one that had basketball playoffs and, or Disney world grad venture, which is the eighth grade trip, you know, like all these things are just not happening. Right. And to allow them to feel their feelings on it, just like I want all you to feel your feelings. Don't you dare bypass your emotion throughout this, scream it out, cry it out, punch a pillow, do what you need to do to release and express the emotion. Because with all the work I'm talking about and how much choice you have, right. And being more empowered and getting out of the fear, it doesn't mean not letting yourself feel the God damn it. Why? Like it's okay. You guys, it's okay. Right. So I allow them to release. And trust me, this afternoon, there were two girls crying in their bedrooms because they couldn't go see their friends. And that I think is the hardest thing because I literally was saying to M this morning, like, I'm literally saying to them, can you be patient with me? Can you not roll your eyes? Can you give me some grace? I want to say yes. I don't want to stand in the way of your happiness. I know you're all off from school. It feels like it should be spring break, but you can't be together because you might be carriers. And I'm trying to explain all of this. Meanwhile, I just want to cry and they're already crying and I still need to say no. And that's important for us to to do too, because there are other parents who might not be choosing to say no. And I just need you to examine, like your kid's going to be upset and you got to deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Like, like these kids, even though they are more prone, according to actual COVID information, they're more asymptomatic because they're in the younger age demographic, they could carry it. And the whole idea of this time in our life guys is to stop spreading it. So being a parent is super challenging right now, but also super fun. Like last night. Okay. Normally last night would have been a school night. It wasn't, you know what we did? We five of us sat around the fire pit right? For three hours, made s'mores, did the question game. Like we played, we pretended this game, like pretend you're 26 years old. Tell me where you think you're going to be married, not married. What are you doing for a living? Like we did all these fun games. And I said like, this would have never happened because you would have had school. And this was a night we got, it was like, you know, the gifts of quarantine. I'm starting to call it. That was a gift. That was a gift. Yeah. 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 I love that. I mean, I think for me, one of the biggest triggers last week, and I can feel it with my clients is just like the money and cash flow thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like just to be straight up honest, like I think that is so many of your concerns is like, well, what if I can't survive this? You know, what if I can't pay my rent? And I think like one of the things I've been thinking about two things. One is when this comes up for me, I think about the other abundance I have. So one, yeah, check my bank accounts, check my for my, my Roth IRA, you know, look and actually see what is the reality of my financial situation. And am I, could I really be okay until June or July? Mm-hmm. Two is like, check in with where else money can come from. Our tax returns, 
our in-laws, an inheritance, a credit card, like, you know, all these things. And I know I talk about, you're my fan. Like, I know I say no credit cards all the time, but you know, here's the time where we get to look at the abundance that's available to us Mm -hmm. in other forms as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think the other part is, you know, from an inventory perspective for my boutique owners, it's really about maybe you do cut back in buying a little bit. Maybe you do examine your inventory a little bit harder and the focus can be on selling now. Like I feel like so many of my people are so obsessed with buying, buying, buying. Mm -hmm. What if you switched into selling, selling, selling again in that really authentic, genuine way, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also how are you, how are you dealing with the money anxiety conversation? So the first thing is, is that we don't really need to have it be anxiety. And I think it's really important. This, you guys, is part of the long game, okay? Money comes in, money goes out. Sometimes you have a lot more money. Sometimes you don't have as much money. It's all okay. So while we're talking about this, I actually want you to check in with your body, check in with your thoughts. If us bringing up this topic is starting to make you feel like, oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> and then watch your body go back into survival mode, right? So you have this is a time where we have to be vigilant. I taught two beautiful groups today. And that's what I was talking about. It's like this, you cannot just do a morning meditation right now and an evening gratitude. Absolutely not. You need to be doing your breathing throughout the day, paying attention to how your body's feeling, doing something that I've been calling informed, but not consumed, right? Check in with the CDC. Look, I'll take a look at the world health org, but stop being consumed Stop reading everybody's fucking Facebook posts about it. Stop looking at every single thing that's coming in because it's not helpful. And the stimulus is the opposite of what we're looking for, right? Yep, yep. And when when it comes to money, I actually have a recommendation. There is a podcast called So Money for Anoush Tarabi. She's incredible. She is an amazing, amazing money leader. And one of the things she was talking about when it comes to money, let's say you do have credit cards, Don't be looking to become debt-free right now. That's not the move, right? The move is pay just pay your minimum so that your credit's in good standing, but don't worry about the fact that you have some outstanding debt. Debt doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't. This is what I talk about all the time, right? (laughs) Like Like, it could be. It's very intentional. Emotion to to the debt, like that's our biggest. I think people's biggest thing is that they're putting their emotion and and combining it with the debt and making it so much worse. Well, because oftentimes, unless you've done some worth work, you are judging the debt as bad and making it mean something about you. And that's when we start to get into like a slippery slope about it. But really debt is a tool when you use it responsibly. It's a vehicle to invest in other things. So I would definitely go to her because she's a money expert, but you know, like Em was saying, there's also be creative right? Like you can be creative in different things that you're offering and the way that we're spending money. And you'll be shocked at how much more or less money you spend because you're quarantined, right? Like you guys, like you don't realize the $7 at Starbucks in the morning and the $14 at XYZ place in the evening and everything in between, you are going to be absolutely more than fine. You're going to make so many smart decisions about spending money. And I think like even Noelle was saying today, she's like, you know, I just need a semblance of like normalcy right now. She's like, I might just Uber Eats the Starbucks just to feel normal, right? Like, cause that's, that's a choice too, is to say like, I just need to feel, and I, I think this is the whole conversation around everything's changing and it's changing so quickly and uncertainly yeah. that 
we're really craving, like, I think we're all going through sort of like the five stages of grief and loss for our normal life. Right. I think if mm-hmm. we're in our bodies, we're really experiencing the, like mm-hmm. the grief, the anger, the sadness, the depression, the acceptance, mm-hmm. like we are working right through them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that is, that is the healthy, I think, way to deal with it. Yeah. I think when people are out of their bodies and panicked and that's when it mm-hmm. sort of spirals. But if we can mm-hmm. just realize like we really are mourning the loss of our normal life and what we expected the rest of the next two months to look like, mm-hmm. then maybe we can start to settle into what's this new normal that we're talking about? Where are yeah. the opportunities for growth? Where are the opportunities to see the goodness in kind of the, the change? Yeah. Well, and I think what you just said is interesting because part of the stages of grief, like you said, is acceptance. And one of the fastest, best things we can do for ourselves is not argue with what's happening. Yeah. Right. Like you got, it it is what it is. Here's a few promises. This is temporary. Yeah. Let me just really, you got to understand that. And this is where your enlightenment comes into. This is temporary in months, whether it's five, six, four or nine, we will be having this conversation in the context of it have been history, no longer present. So when you are playing here, I come again with the long game mindset. You realize that you're able to kind of suck yourself out of your body and fly up a little bit kind of into meta view and look down and be like, okay, so that was like just a blip on the radar. You guys, everything is a blip on the radar. Stop investing in it. Like it's the rest of our existence. Because that's when it spins you out because you can't possibly know anything about it. So instead of focusing into it myopically, open up, long road, what are the gifts, choose my response, breathe, and it'll just be another experience we had. Think about how much we've experienced as a people. Oh my God. I keep thinking, I keep imagining and here's one of my oppor- my future business opportunities that I see. Yeah. It's the t-shirt, like the I survived, you know, Jacob's bat mitzvah. It's like <laughs> I survived coronavirus t-shirts, you know? And like we all, and, and I think like one of the things Greg keeps talking about is like after every natural disaster, mm. people come together and mm. humanity gets better and things get better. And oh we God. are so much stronger together and we learn that after. And I think yes. seeing all the teachers post like, hey, I'm certified in this age level. If you're having trouble with your kids' homework, send me a DM. I mean, like my teacher friends are just crushing it right now. Like people organizing live streams and doing illustration lunchtime hours. I mean, like people really, you have to see the good that's coming out of this right now, even though the news would make you think we're all going to fucking die tomorrow. Yeah. And and just, can you please, can you just stop watching the news? I don't watch the news. I, I, I read CDC reports right? I'll check it out in the morning. I check it out at night and I'll look at whatever the world health organization is updating because the news is here to amp you up, to make you feel afraid, to draw conclusions for you. And none of that is healthy. It's no different than watching the news during a presidential debate. You are not getting truth. You are getting weird, convoluted, muddy, perspectives. Okay. I'm so physically reacting to all of this. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is how I react. I'm like, Oh my God. Like it's so true. And I think like 
that's such a big piece of it. Like someone's asking how many times a day should we be posting on Facebook? Like I don't want to inundate the feeds. Two things for you is one post all the goddamn time because (laughs) people need the positivity and two guess who is making money on their advertising, posting all those freaking news articles, CNN, Fox News, NPR, Daily Mail, Every time you click on that news article, they make money from clicks and ads. And so do not hesitate to flood your newsfeed with some good stuff. Like we get it. We're all washing our goddamn hands. We're all staying inside. (laughs) Like, please don't like, please stop telling me to do that because like I'm an adult with agency, like I'm doing it. Okay. Yes. What's next? Like what's after this? That's what I'm mostly interested in. Which is, which is really what, why we wanted to come on because it's like, Connect with your friends, lean into the humanity, have compassion, get on some phone dates. Everyone's so goddamn busy in this lifetime. You're finally not so busy. (laughs) You're not busy at all. You're literally not busy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We know where you are. I know you're at home washing your hands. You're in the bathroom. Right. So, so all those things that you've been using, I'm so busy as an excuse for, how can you play with that? And have phone dates with friends you haven't talked to in a while and work on the stuff we mentioned before, or just enjoy yourself in the nothingness. Take a bath. The hardest thing to do is be alone with yourself. And that is what all of us are dealing with right now is the, Mm -hmm. the feeling alone, feeling abandoned, feeling that inner child come out and say, oh my gosh, I have to look at some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. but you know, there's plenty of ways to distract yourself too. If you don't really want to deal with your tough stuff, like <laughs> right. you get to read a book, you get to binge watch TV, you know, mm-hmm. like you get to enjoy this time. And also tr- like, there's this inner knowing in me that lately I've been like, I really trust that like, everyone's going to be okay in the end. Like today they started throwing around the R recession word after like we had these stock market ups down, you know? And it's just like, <sighs> Like, I really, truly, in my heart of hearts, know that everything's going to be okay. Because somehow $1.7 trillion was whipped out of nowhere last week. So thank you. I'm just going to say, you. like, Please. where's that money? Like, Please don't, don't, we can't, right? this, this, this cannot go down the rabbit hole of the conspiracy of being like under the thumb of our government, but. Give me the money. Right. right exactly. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing what we can come up with. Right. But that's a good way to put it though. It's, it's amazing what we can come up with. Right. It's the truth. It's the truth. But to what we're really saying, it's just, you guys, this is an opportunity, right? Get out of the myopic thinking, stop allowing yourself to get spun out. It's just not worth it because this too shall pass, right? Like you were saying, it's, this is not going to last forever. This is completely temporary, right? You're going to be okay. We're all going to be okay. And does that mean, and I'm going to give it to you straight because I, you guys, anyone who's known me or after this live, you will know me. I am a straight shooter as they come. There are clearly deaths from this or we wouldn't be quarantined. Okay. So I'm not telling you that like a unicorn is going to come into your backyard and start shitting glitter. That's mm-hmm. not what's happening. Okay. No. However, no, there is a real danger. Like, yeah, is- well, there is, or we wouldn't be in this situation. However, yeah. Right. However, that's where we have to understand the divine order. 
that's where you need to remind yourself, whoa, I'm a spiritual being and having a human experience. That's interesting. Okay. There is something else at play here that is much larger than all of us. And sadly, yet truthfully, life is not fair and no one ever said it was. You just walk around thinking it should be right? And there is a misfortune and there is tragedy, whether it's personal losses or 9-11s or school shootings or holocausts and all of these things I've actually been personally affected by. My husband was in the second tower. Thank God he's alive. My grandfather was in the Auschwitz Holocaust. My, I'm the alma mater of Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And my point to say that is because I get it and I feel it and I experience it, but I'm not going to argue against it. There's bigger stuff than us at play here. And we have to realize how small we are in the scheme of it all Mm. and love each other and be compassionate and show up and lean in and hold space and realize that, you know, it's all good. Ultimately it really is. Yeah. Jennifer saying, what are our thoughts on these posts? Like, I'm so glad I work from home, dot, dot, dot. What do you mean? What are your thoughts on it? And that way I can help you better, Jennifer, because it doesn't, it doesn't trigger me at all. If that's the question. I know, you know, it's interesting because I think personally, the way I see it and what I think Jennifer's talking about, and I'm just going to riff a little bit here. is like, I think what's happening is we're seeing this sort of divide between people who have worked at home or their employers allow them to, or they choose to, they have their self-employed, whatever. And the people that have kind of had to go to work because that's how their job functions. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of going to be this, a little bit of butting heads on the like, well, welcome to my life. And, or, you know, do you resent having to go to work now? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like part of this is, there is this sort of awakening on what can employees do from home so they can be with their families. I don't think it's about being home to sort of like feel lazy. I mean, there's, there's jobs that have to be done in office. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also think that there are a lot of employers keeping people commuting two and three hours a day to and from work that frankly don't need to be. Well, <laughs> oh, yes. Like such an interesting wake up call because we yes. have the fucking internet. Like, <laughs> like yes. what jobs can actually, and because honestly, there are some things like Debbie's watching, she works in a pediatric you know, office. Like she obviously has to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's always going to be the case. But I think that the bigger question is, it's the re-examining of our work structure in the United States, especially. Mm-hmm. And what is the balance of work, home, and play? And how does that toggle? That mm-hmm. to me is what's kind of triggering people around. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. It is totally. I mean, I have friends at home that are like, don't work from home. Their kids are home. They're freaking out. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how many times can we play outside? You know, like, I mean, there, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. And, but I, what I would say is I've definitely seen a lot of articles from people who work from home giving advice and saying mm-hmm. like, Hey, it's going to be really hard. You're going to say, this is so fun. And then you realize, Oh crap, I have to work. <laughs> so here's mm-hmm. some tips. And mm-hmm. I think that's really that p- bit of service where the people who actually are saying, Hey, welcome to our world. Let me, let me guide you through this. Those are the people that don't, that aren't like kind of resentful and sleazy, but there's definitely the people that are, they're going to react the way that they, they need right. to. Yeah. I mean, you guys work when you are in 
an adverse situation, right? What you're seeing is what you're watching happen online with all of these opinions and perspectives is you're actually seeing, and this is super fun, especially for those of you who do any growth work or are coaches. It's like watching a case study in people's belief systems, right? So, so what I want to teach you to do, because this is also what it means to detach. Like when you asked that question, Jennifer, I felt confusion for myself because I don't have any thoughts about it because I don't even see it happen because I'm not available to see it happen at all. Right. So it's like realizing that, you know, here's a great example. You remember the, of course you do the Super Bowl that just happened. Right. And JLo and Shakira gave like the sick, insane performance. And then the entire world was fighting about whether or not it was demeaning to women or if it was women empowerment. Right. And I literally the whole time I just watched and I was, I was literally sitting with my fictitious bag of popcorn, just (laughs) watching the world fight. Right. Over, over what, what, what are they really arguing with? There are their belief systems, their upbringing, the way they see the world. And it's like, and it's just like, interesting. So you just eat popcorn and you watch it happen. That's my little hack, right? You just watch, just watch it. Just watch people post and just observe it because it's fascinating, fascinating to watch. Yeah. I mean, I think so much of this, like we said, is it's challenging everyone on new levels that you mm-hmm. haven't been challenged, you haven't been tested. Mm-hmm. And really for the two of us teaching, changing your thoughts, changing your beliefs, changing your habits, getting yourself into this place of what are you available for or not? Correct. This yes. is such a beautiful opportunity. Right. Really really honestly dig deep in this moment. Yes. Yes. And you guys play the long game, play the long game and say that to yourself. Well, when your mind wants to freak out, when your body wants to freak out and make you all like me, 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 me. No. Yeah. Right. You just so know I'm playing the long game here because you know what? So if I lose some money, I lose some money. If I lose some time, I lose some time. If I lose some resources, I lose some resources. I'm just going to get them back. Yeah. Right. It's that confidence of knowing things are also cyclical and it's all good. And as soon as you open yourself up for that and you do play the long game and you have the kind of energy that feels like what I'm saying to you, you will be exponentially more resilient through this, as will your business, as will your relationships. If you get tight and constricted and nervous and anxious, you are actually perpetuating what it is you fear. And you need to realize that because we talk a lot about all of this, but I still am pretty sure you grossly underestimate how powerful you are. And if you would be willing to go, whoa, I'm like always just one choice away from something different, <laughs> you would have uh, amazing new results and new feelings. One choice away. One choice away. You're one choice away. And you're one choice away at any moment of any day, no matter what you're going through, no matter who's telling you what you should or shouldn't do or think. Or Honestly, Trace, yeah. isn't this whole thing one big choice experiment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> choice is. Is stay home or go out. Right. Wash your hands or not. Like, you know, like, right. this is like the ultimate in choice experiments right now. And it's so interesting to me that we really do get to choose how we see this. And, and what you're saying about, well, we're going to get through this. Look at the long run. Also open yourself up to saying, I want support. Like, I want support. I want my friends to support me. I want my customers to support me. There's a big difference between 
I'm desperate and I need support and we have to support small businesses and like really victimizing it or saying like, you know what guys, like I run a small business and I know you want to support small businesses. I know that you want, you know, you want to help. So like, I'm going to ask for it. I I want help. I'm open to receiving the help energetically. And from a standpoint of how am I posting? How am I reaching out to people? I would love your support and help. And that even goes just from a friend, you know, like even call you texting me this morning and me calling you. I'm like, I want some help. Like, let's like have a connection. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? How are you feeling about this? I don't know. How are you feeling about this? Let's go out. You know, yeah. let's hang out with your kids. They're home, right? Oh my God. They're freaking out. Like, oh my God. You know, and I think that confused, that's why we called this the Corona confusion, because I think yeah. it's so easy to feel confused because there's no one telling us what to do. There's no one telling us how to, I mean, for the most part, we know mm-hmm. the basics. But there's no one saying, here's the plan. There's no guidebook to any of this. Correct. And when there's no guidebook, Lord knows, sometimes I have trouble because I like to follow directions. <laughs> and so, and I think a lot of business owners like, you know, we want, we want the plan. Oh, you know, what's so interesting about that. This is kind of fun. So, and there's so many gifts in this, right? But what about the gift of what it shows you about yourself, your areas of opportunity as a human being, the points of self-discovery, new points of data in yourself. Wow. This is how I initially reacted. This is where my thoughts are going. This is how I'm behaving and starting to kind of allow yourself to gather. It's self-discovery guys. Like doesn't matter what topic we're actually talking about. Everything comes out of you. And the more you can learn about yourself and how you show up in certain situations, the better off you'll be in every situation. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I think this is all like the comeback, like Gabby Bernstein always said, what's your comeback rate? You know, when you fall off the bite, how quick do you come back? When you freak out and panic, is it two days that you panicked? Okay. Next time you panic, can it just be one day? Yeah, You know, and I think that's what everyone needs to realize at this point that it's okay to freak out. It's okay to have your panic moments, but how quickly can you come back from that? Because the quicker your bounce back rate is, mm-hmm. it should get shorter over time. Right. Yeah. It should. If it's not, please reach out and ask for right. help. There's <laughs> something else going on. And they're like, genuinely like get, call your therapist, call Tracy, call like right. do something. Right. But in general, it is really about when that hits you, how quickly are you coming back from the death spiral? Mm-hmm. Are you, have you been in a spiral for a week? Because I think there's a lot of people that have been spiraling for like a week or two. Yeah. Maybe it's just been today. But I want to challenge you, as Tracy said, to make the choice to come back. Come, mm-hmm. come back. Come back into yourself. Do the breathing exercise, which I'm going to cut that out from our audio and we'll make that available for you guys. So just, oh, yay. we'll cut that out and we'll post that separately because I think it's important for people to have access to these resources for free. And that's why we're honestly, that's why we're here. We mm-hmm. want this to be free. We want to be able to offer you what you need for help. And I know oh Tracy gosh. has posted on her page, like we're going to do some free workshops. We're going to do a free workshop this week and live stream it just for boutique owners. But I think so many of us are saying, how can we like you guys, if you want help, we're here for you. A thousand percent. And and with that said, one of the things that I sent out after the live stream I did yesterday, the panic to peace live stream that the replay is available on the lift factor page. Um, I am also a hypnotherapist. So I have an uninterrupted sleep hypnosis that I sent to everyone in my email community because 
Sleep is massively important for your immune system. And if you're feeling anxious, it's probably interrupting your rest. So if you guys are new to me and you want that, awesome. Just send me a message through um, the lip factor and just say, I want the hypnosis and we'll hook you up and we'll send it to you. Like just send it. So, because I we want to just give you as many, I also put in that email, like my favorite tapping resource. Cause I know we both are into EFT. Right. And had a really like exact, like really yeah. like, I mean this, yeah. this point, especially right now, just, yeah. so yeah. we just really want to help. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. We've had such a good conversation. It's been an hour. I'm hot. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so hot. I need to go turn the AC down more. I turned it up because I was cold, and now I'm like, well, oh. welcome to Florida, my friend. Yeah, oh god, yeah. I'm, I'm figuring it out. But let's <laughs> do this. First and foremost, this will stay live on all of our Facebook pages. The second thing we'll do is I will commit to putting it on my YouTube within the next 24 hours. We're going to blast this out as a Booster Boutique podcast too. Why not offer this for everyone? We'll cut out that meditation. We'll post that. And let's, Tracy, you and I, let's just get together and maybe we just do a compiled email and blast it out to all our people. I love it. I love it. I love all it. those resources because I think Amazing. at this point, like two brains on this is better than one. Of course. And that's the thing, you guys, this is, it's like, what's another opportunity? Lean on each other, love each other, work together, come yeah. together we can do so much more for ourselves and for our communities when we are unified. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My God. Like that's, if that's not the message of all of the, of the humanness of this, of the oneness of this, you know, yeah. and you have so much more fun when you're doing things with somebody else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more fun with you here than me just talking to myself on camp. I mean, that's what I'm like, God, I could do more live streams, but it's just me friggin' talking to myself and like, yeah making myself feel better and hopefully helping people like, you know, hey, but now you have your beach comber to curl your hair on live stream. Oh God, we should have like, I mean, it should just Instagram story beach waver. Oh, beach waver. Beach comber is an old bar in Fort Lauderdale. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> we can also, you know, I have to tell you too. One of my friends, Doug started on Instagram, like a, a quarantine dance disco or something. I have to find the hashtag, but it's so you. And I was like, Oh my God. And he's getting all people like dance with their kids and like posted energy and he's sharing it. He's like 25,000 followers. He's been like sharing people's stuff. And it's just, those are the people you got to look for to bring the joy, spread the joy because the opportunity for joy right now completely exists. It's a hundred percent your choice. And we're going to give you other resources to get you through this. I love your opportunity. Let's just make that the closing. M said your opportunity for joy, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a choice. There's it's what is good is always just available as what's bad, right? And you're, you get to choose. So bring on the joy, baby. Bring it on, baby. Yeah. All right. We're going to stop this live stream. We'll talk to you guys soon. Mwah. Love you all. Love you. Joining episode as much as I did, head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.